When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Lyons, and joining me on this very special baseball-y weekend. That's how I'll describe this weekend because so many Rockies fans have circled these three games against the Los Angeles Angels on their calendar. So I thought, who better to have than Kevin Henry of Fansided, Call to the Pen, and a couple other sites we won't mention right now. You know, exactly right. <laughs> it is good to see you. And hey, let's welcome those angels into town. What do you say? Man, it's uh, hopefully they're saintly and they can gift a win at least. So they can just break up the losing streaks that here. That would be nice. For the Rockies right now. That who would. Have lost eight in a row. We've got more bad news. Fear not. Uh, but we also have some uh, fun <laughs> news about Shohei Otani. I mean, only his third time in the regular season here. We'll, we'll break all of that down, preview the series. But... The rough news last night, it was, a, it was a day off for everybody. Rockies had 33 games in 34 days, a 10-game and 10-day road trip, and you go, they kind of survived it. I mean, they, they needed Jake Bird to start a game to get through, right. so they're alive. We don't know if they're on their deathbed exactly, but they, they survived it, and we thought, okay, we'll reset. We've got the Angels on Friday, and then news comes out Thursday evening about Zach Veen, hand surgery is going to take him out for the remainder of the 2023 minor league season. Yeah, and whenever Thomas Harding broke down, it was uh, repair severe fraying and tearing in a ligament in wow. his left hand. You know, and, and it apparently, and again, good job by Thomas reporting all this, that it's been bothering him for some time. So whenever you look at Veen's double-A stats and you kind of go, oh, they're not really that impressive – then there's a little bit of a backstory there that we obviously didn't know. It sounded like he wanted, definitely wanted to keep behind the scenes, but we'll see what this does for him. And if he can reset that, then get back in the spring. And was this something that was afflicting him late in 2022 when he did get that first call up to double a and, you know, struggled, got his teeth kicked in just a little bit. And then, you know, did really well was the offensive player of the year for the Arizona fall league, but we didn't see the power. We didn't see it really in spring training. We didn't see it. Uh, at his, his second turn there at, at Hartford. Right. And he got concerns. Uh, do we have maybe Juan Pierre with a little bit more power? He obviously has got some speed on the bases. Guess we're not going to get power, but maybe this is some hope for some kind of reset because you're right, the numbers weren't really great to start this year. No, they really weren't. I mean, whenever you're looking at a 209 batting average, you've got your OPS at 611, then obviously, you know, there's some worry there. But yeah. I think that some of that worry that you had with Veen just got erased knowing that he was battling through that and obviously trying to keep it quiet, but they were just must have reached a point. He's like, I, I can't do it anymore. We got to do this. It's bad news for him, bad news for the system, but good news in the way that how I see things sometimes with a, with a silver lining is I think it's going to allow the rest of the minor league system to play out in a natural sense because don't think we talked about this on the show. I, I think I put in the, in the, our diehards only discord there is kind of a pre-2020 draft class that is at AA and AAA and yeah. maybe has grown a little stagnant in their growth and their progress. And then you've got all the guys who've come after that, and they're pushing up. Like everyone that's in Fresno 
and even more so in Spokane, they, they want to go to Hartford and there's guys almost blocking spots. Veen was not blocking anyone's spots, but you could say that there are some guys in AAA blocking Veen's spot. Yep. So he's got to move up, but he needs to stay at Hartford. Vladimir Restituyo is doing things. He needs playing time. We did just see Yankee Fernandez get promoted this last week. Jordan Beck should be coming soon in the outfield. So they're almost it's a good problem to have almost too many guys for not enough spots, but now... Uh, I, I think with, with Veen sidelined, Bill Schmidt hopefully will just allow a fresh look at these guys and say, who deserves to go to the next level? We can do that without worrying about, oh, you know, is this going to be difficult for Romo to take now or, or Veen or whoever? It's like, look, if you've done your job, you get promoted, yeah. and that's that. Well, and Fernandez definitely deserved the promotion. Sure. But, but the timing of it knowing what was coming with Veen That's also right. makes it very interesting as well. Did a spot open up that it kind of maybe speeded along that trip from Spokane to Hartford. Absolutely. Eight-game losing streak right now. Rockies back on pace for 100 games, 101 losses. Ever so briefly, Kev, I think I'll lose 100 games. Uh, yeah. Yeah? I, I, I think they are. You're going to say and yes right now. I say yes, and the reason is because I, and you know we can talk about this in a minute, but I do believe that they are going to be active at the trade deadline. I do think that they are looking at a lot of guys that they could, you know, aren't going to be around next year, aren't a part of their long-term plans. Get what you can from them. I think we're going to see a very active Rockies team at the trade deadline. I, I hope so. Yeah. I do. They've got so many guys that are going to be free agents at the yeah. end of the year, and they also have enough guys that are injured right now that they might not be able to trade. Either they get back in time before the August 1st trade deadline or they, they come back after. And if they're ready before, you know, there's just not maybe not enough of a runway to even get a bag of balls for some of these guys. So teams are, are going to really be lowballing GM Bill Schmidt. So I sort of think there's going to be enough veteran guys, even if they do trade a bunch, there's going to be enough that are going to stick around in the second half. They'll probably end up playing those guys and, you know, 63 wins. I'm going to say they're not going to do it just yet. Yeah. This next week could be somewhat telling, especially if they continue to lose. Angels are pretty good. Yes. You know, they're above 500. They're just on the outside looking in uh, in the American League wildcard race. We know the, who the Dodgers are. Tigers will be an interesting test. If this homestand goes bad, now I, I may have to flip and say they, they will be losing 100 again. Well, and, and even look till the, the All-Star break. You, then you go to Houston for two games, yeah. and then you go to Oracle. And we know San Francisco. We know how they struggle out there. So I really think this could be a team that, that is limping into the all-star break. Uh, I, I, I'm like you. I think this homestand is, is almost a make or break as far as that 100 losses goes. Limping. Limping. You like that? That's a word, man. <laughs> the Rockies have been limping lately, literally and figuratively. I'm just telling limping. you. <laughs> limping. Limping. What's wow. that, Chris Bryant? I'm That's just it. saying. So Very fitting. Uh, all-star game. Phase one is complete. We now know who the finalists at each position are going to be going forward. Ronald Acuna Jr., Shohei Otani, most votes in the National and American League, respectively. So they get an automatic bid. Their position in the lineup is taken out, so you're not going to be voting on American League DH. And you're only going to be voting on two outfielders, four guys, two spots available because Acuna is out. Were you surprised that Acuna Jr. got more support than the greatest baseball player in the world, Shohei Otani? Well, you know Braves fans. And and I will tell you, you look at Ozzy Albies, you look at Orlando Arcia, you look at Matt Olson. It's a Braves crew in those finalists. And so the Braves really did turn out with their fans in that voting process. The only position that Atlanta, of the nine, yeah. that Atlanta didn't get somebody in was a designated hitter. That's it. 
So yeah, they went out you. in droves. <laughs> Toronto has a really good showing too. Yeah. Of a bunch of guys. Texas pretty good, deserving. But uh, yeah, I think you can vote. Uh, vo- that voting will start on Monday at noon. It, it only lasts for like three days, I want to say. Yeah, it's so. a quick one. And then, you know, obviously we're going to start getting into the debate about the reserves. We'll know who the Rockies representative singular will be. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's going to be very interesting to see. And and I will tell you, you know, one thing that I jumped out at me is there were no San Diego Padres in any of those finalists. So the only wow. chance that the Padres have, you know, with all this payroll and everything else, Blake Snell, if he gets to start in Seattle, that could be your lone Padres starter. Wow, that's wild. I know because I was talking with the guys over at PHNX Diamondbacks. They had, I want to say, Tatis Jr. and Juan Soto were fifth and sixth. Yep. And, or maybe they're sixth and seventh. And I was like, hey, actually, if Cunha gets in, that means only two through five are you going to be able to vote on. And so they were just on the outside looking in. And in fact, Corbin Carroll and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Uh, are going to be in that that finalist. How about the Diamondbacks fans doing their voting, too? Yeah, uh, yeah I was actually surprised. And I will tell you, uh, just reading some of the Padres message boards, the fact that Tatis or Soto, neither one, got in that top four or is in that voting, yeah, that's a sticking point, man. It it's, is. It's wild. It's, do you think um, Bob Melvin... Do you, do you think he could be the first manager fired? We talked about this briefly. It's possible. On Wednesday. Honestly, it he absolutely might be, is. Might be number one right now. I think there's so much pressure in San Diego, and there's so much that has gone into uh, decisions. Now, that bullpen outside of Josh Hader has been trouble all year. So, in some ways, Melvin's like Bud Black. He doesn't have a whole lot of options out there, right. especially when his guys are down. And it's really come back to bite him. But there's been a lot of questions about uh, his managing choices. Yeah, the the starting pitching I think was banged up a little bit. I think, you know, you Darvish wasn't you know fully healthy to start yeah. the year. Uh, he hasn't been too great. Joe Musgrove I think started the year on the IL, right. so he's had that. But I feel like the Mets have had just too many more injuries. So Buck's probably safe with that. Nolan Arenado is a finalist at third base, which which was interesting because yeah. honestly his numbers aren't they're not Nolan like. You know, no. so he he had a really slow start to season. He's picking it back up. But that was one thing that I, you knew he was going to be in there just because of the fan vote. But still, the numbers don't exactly uh, support it, maybe. Austin Riley getting his first start Yeah, I w- for the National League. I, w- I think the Braves fans are going to come through with that one. Absolutely. Man, they, yeah, we may need to have the commissioner to step Braves in. Braves v. Cardinals in that like, voting, yeah. You can only have so many. I mean, they are the best team in the National League, but let's pump the brakes. Orlando Arcia? I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. Come on. Seriously. I mean, he, he is a Colorado Springs Sky Sox legend. I will say that. As I did well, go down to see him when he was a big prospect with the, <laughs> uh, with the Brewers at the time. Uh, we also have the final set for the Men's College World Series. LSU, Florida, a lot of big names for both of those teams. And, uh, and a couple guys that we could even see the Rockies you know, kick the tires on with the ninth overall pick. Dylan Cruz, uh, outfielder with LSU, Paul Skeens. Those they're going to go one, two in the draft. Paul Skeens, a guy that went to school in the state. Like he went to Air Force. You know, like okay, he's not a Colorado guy. Did go to high school at uh, El Toro. That's the interesting thing that uh, I I uncovered a week or so ago that I hadn't mentioned on the podcast. Paul Skeens, El Toro High School, a uh, a colleague, if you will, of of Nolan Arenado, yes, same high school, absolutely, and Dylan Cruz. He went to uh, Lake Mary High School in Florida, same same uh, high school as Brendan Rodgers. Nice. So you've got those connections. There's connections. I like it's that. Pretty neat. I think uh, Hurston Waldrop is the guy at nine that three fantastic starts, two in the Super Regionals, 
won here in the College World Series. I don't know if he'll get there, but the Rockies should have their pick between Chase Dollander, Rhett Lauder, and Hurston Waldrip. And uh, we'll, we'll have plenty more of that, that draft coverage, but that should be a good one. That starts up on, uh, on Saturday. And, uh, and, and depending on who wins, we could even have two games uh, this weekend, one on Sunday. Absolutely. That'd be a fun one. Anything is possible here at the DNVR bar in the corner of Colfax, New York, especially when you got an extra 15% just sticking around in your pocket or on your phone, right? Is, does money just stick on our phone? I think that's how that works. It sure does. That's how money works Absolutely. nowadays. That's it. You sign up, you become a diehard, you get 15% off your food and drink, 20% off everything at dnvrlocker.com, 20% off on all of our takeovers. Uh, we're, we're just about to announce our next takeover that we've got going on. In fact, we've got two more. We're, we're rolling them out uh, as like this package deal where you can get two for a uh, really discounted rate. It's, it's going to be fantastic, um, and, and we're excited to, to unveil that. 20% off on all the takeovers, and, uh, and, and tailgate season is coming up with the Broncos. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can't believe it already. I, f- I feel like I'm I'm paying attention maybe to the Broncos more than I normally do this time of year. Is that anything to the Rockies? No, couldn't couldn't possibly. And props also too. Uh, if you actually head out to the All Cards Weekend Card Show uh, over by the Ca- Crown Plaza Airport Convention Center, take a look for the DNVR table. Uh, we've got shirts there. You can get some of the the Golden Era Nuggets shirts, Jokic. Uh, paraphernalia, things of that nature. It's really cool. Also, Terrell Davis is doing a paid autograph session. Um, so, and there's authenticators there too, because that's the thing. Is at least if you go and you meet the person, that's the thing. That's one of the reasons why I like getting autographs in person. I get to shake the guy's hand, Absolutely. person's hand. I know it's real, but now they got the authenticators there at this uh, card show. So, if you you know maybe fall in hard times or you want to get rid of an item, it's still authentic it's still got that authentication uh and you won't lose out on that and no one just has to take your word for it it is absolutely legit kind love also legit man they are an official partner of dnvr another one of those local brands that we love to support the kind love cannabis is always provides a consistent great experience because look we all can get high on kind love quality integrity consistency variety and safety is what they're all about i know super producer kale Big fan of the turbo joints. I mean, the name, the name in and of itself is fantastic, but just the the product itself is is banging as well. Is that is that how is that how you kids say it? It's banging. I'm not a kid, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, there you go. No, they got a, a fully integrated seed to sale situation going on. They breed their own genetics, control grow process, and packaging. Again, the turbo core uh, allows you to have these turbo joints and the kind love flower also sold in more than 100 stores around the state. So make sure you check them out. Visit one of their stores either in Cherry Creek or in North Denver. If you mention DNVR, you're going to receive a DNVR exclusive discount of 25% off all kind love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. Visit their website at kindlove.com for their full extensive menu and online ordering. Kayla, are you going to switch over from a tincture guy to a turbo joint guy? Big turbo joint guy. Wow. TJ Kale. Making moves. <laughs> Making moves. That's it. Tinctures are old news. Turbo joints from Kind Love there you go. is the news. And and so is also Shady Rays. Look, at, it's summertime. My I, I can go blind because it's just so bright out in Colorado. Oh. So beautiful. Blue skies. I, I legitimately need this. This is like protective eyewear just walking down the street for me. And thankfully, my Shady Rays covers my whole face in a really nice way. When you use code DNVR, you get to buy one, you get one free. If you head down to the Park Meadows Mall, 
You can actually get 50% off two or more pair of polarized shades. Shades. And if you don't like your order from ShadyRays.com when you use code DNVR, fear not because within 30 days you can get a full refund. If you happen to lose or break them, fear not because they can get you a new pair sent out to you. So make sure you do that. Head over to ShadyRays.com and again, rate them five stars when you get them. You're guaranteed that you're going to like them. 200,000 people have already done so. Shady Rays. Shohei Otani. How about that for a segue? That was good. I like that. He leads the Angels in just every stat. Can we just say that? From all the pitching yeah. stats, all the hitting stats, he's having one of his best hitting seasons. Yeah, He's having the best hitting season that he's had yet. He's the best turn in baseball right now. It's incredible, seriously. And, and you know, I was looking this morning. He's got 10 stolen bases, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, nobody else on there, I think, has more than five. So, yeah, this is their leader. And... You know, he's a guy that's going to be, there's going to be a lot of buzz about him with the trade deadline coming up. What's what's the future going to hold? Where is he going to be next year? All that stuff. He just blocks it out and keeps being the best player in the world. It's crazy. I think as us industry insiders like to say, it's DTP season. Dumb trade proposal yes, season. Yes, I think queen. you coined that. Uh, you know, I, I do love dumb, <laughs> dumb trade proposals. I, just, I do. I'm a big fan. I fired up the old Twitter machine, and immediately it was, Mets get Shohei Otani. I'm like, I don't even want to look. <laughs> no. It was like a nine-player trade. It's yeah. like, hey, why not? Why not? You know what? Because I'm, I'm sure they're just going to send eight players from the Mets for four players for the Angels, including Otani. And as somebody pointed out, by the way, guys, the Angels are actually ahead of the Mets, if you look at – yeah, so – why would the Angels want to deal things off here? Yeah, they, I, I just don't think it's going to happen unless a team really does just blow the doors off this thing and say, you know what, we just kind of want exclusive negotiating rights. So you could see the Dodgers doing something like that, but either the Angels are out of it, okay, I guess you can trade him, and then still bring him back. That is possible. It's possible. Or you know, they're just going to hold on to him. But if you're Artie Moreno, do you want to be the guy who's always known as you traded away Otani? Is that something that people remember when you trade a superstar player? I, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think we need to <laughs> we need to ask some local people see if they remember uh, what happened. Anything with that? Would you rather be the guy who <laughs> traded Otani or the guy who traded Otani and fifty million dollars to another team? <laughs> that is that's, that's the question. That right is the question. <laughs> yeah, he was the uh, reigning American League Player of the Week last week. Now there was a pretty interesting poll done by the Athletic where. They were asked a bunch of questions, some about Otani, some some just about big leaguers in general. If you had to start a franchise, who would you start it with? Acuna Jr. got a little less than 10%. Aaron Judge, 14 and a half. And I really am surprised he didn't get more. He's he's only 27 right now, right? Shohei Otani, 45.6% of the vote. I think he's a guy that if I started a franchise, but I don't know about you, but uh, I think he'd be my top pick. It would it would definitely not be Aaron Judge. No, like I, I there'd probably be a couple guys again just because of his age and just I don't know what's going to happen to his body, how that's going to break down as a big guy like that. It's too risky. If if you're looking to really build a dynasty, somebody that you're going to have for a while, I, I, you don't know how long you're going to have Judge for. No, both in a single season. And just in in general, you know, if he's kind of done by 35, 36, it wouldn't be totally surprising. Whereas Acuna, you know, he's still got a decade of being at the, at the top of the game. And again, it's if you if you build around Otani, you're technically building around two players. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who's a front line starter too. 3.13 ERA coming in. We won't get to see him pitch here at Coors this weekend because he just did again on Wednesday against the Dodgers. Right. 
but there's not a part of his game that he's not excelling at right now. He's he's amazing. Players were asked, uh, what team will Shohei be with next season? I think someone said, I really don't care. I was like, <laughs> wow, okay. I mean, you know, we're just we're having some fun here, guys. Yeah. But I, I get that. Yankees, Mets, and Padres each had about 7%. There's no way the Padres are signing him. They are already at the upper end of everything. And because of how badly they are playing right now and you know i don't know i haven't looked at it, what attendances are i think you might have a better idea yep. uh, but the fact that they weren't getting support also like that in, in the all-star voting that says something it's not everything but it says something to suggest that they really are at the the top of what they could possibly do right now i believe they're at 28 sellouts so far this year so That's i mean good. Pe petco's bringing them in so here here's the the spin i'm going to put on that spin it Juan Soto is a free agent next year. Hmm? If the Padres, or sorry, arbitration eligible. If the Padres were to choose to send him away in a trade and open up the room where they could technically spend, because you're going to have to choose. Are you going to chase Otani or are you going to pay Juan Soto? That's yeah. really going to be the decision in San Diego. Of those two, I think I know. I mean, although Soto's only, what, 24 now? Yeah. So, you know. Would you rather have in that decision? <laughs> that yeah, still, 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 definitely Otani. Yeah. If you're the Padres, I think you'd rather have Otani too, because you're like, this hasn't really been working out for Soto for whatever reason. Right. We got to maybe change some things up. I think it would. I could see maybe San Diego being really aggressive and maybe trying to swing like a three-team deal where they get Otani. Okay, now we can kind of negotiate with him, and yep. you know maybe that works. So they fool themselves into thinking that they can outbid somebody else. You know, Soto can. I mean, Soto could potentially even just go to the Angels, too. That's possible, um, yeah. So it doesn't even have to be a, a three-team trade. Angels are only at 11%, and the Dodgers, 57%. <sighs> the rich get richer. The Dodgers have the most money to spend. I think they are they're just trying to reset the salary cap. That's yeah. one of the reasons why they had all of these frugal moves. They haven't you know, entirely worked out for them, but I think they're a franchise that you know, they, they want to win every year and, and, and they're going to win every year. Are they going to go all in on trying to win a World Series every single year? They might not. And you know what? That's probably what a lot of smart teams should do is just acknowledge like, you know what? This isn't our year. We want to win more World Series. We can't, you can't win a World Series every single year. No. So therefore, if you can identify when your window isn't there for one year, whatever reason, so that you can, you know, increase your odds going forward, you're going to do that. Like Boston, you know, I'm not going to say they they tank, but, you know, during that 2020 pandemic season, that worked out real well. Well, they were able to get, you know, re draft really highly in the 2021 draft um, and and reset in a, in a major way. So I think the Dodgers were doing that just so they can then go all in on Otani. Dodgers to Otani, it, it's going to happen. But I also think that the Dodgers felt yeah. like they could do that because they knew what the farm system was. They knew yeah. they knew they had the pitching coming up. They knew that they had the Outmans, the Millers, all these guys who could at least bridge that gap. And I think if you told anybody, hey, our team's going to be frugal. We're not going to do as much this year, but we're still going to be eight games over 500 heading into the weekend and still very much in the postseason race. I think everybody go, oh, that's cool. Yeah. As long yeah. as it, the key is we knew that there was a plan. We knew what the plan was going to be. And I think when fans know what the plan is, they're more than willing to buy. And when they don't, you get grumbling. And and at times when you know the plan, you can grumble. But if you got a winning track record on top of that, <laughs> but you're right. When, when there's that plan right. in place of like, look, we, we're trying to win multiple World Series, 
that might mean not trying to go after it this year or even just trying to sneak into the postseason, whatever you have to say yeah. to yourself to, to say, well, we're seven and a half games back of the 18th wild card in the National League. Oh, what does that actually even mean? Right. right? So, um, plans, Commun- interesting. Yeah, plans, communication, <laughs> depth. These seem to be important. I've heard good things. So, I did a little, little dive there uh, on the interwebs to try to find some interesting Shohei Otani headlines. Almost. I think I must have just seen, seen an interesting one. Okay. And uh, again, chat is wide open. So, if you're watching live on the DMVR Sports channel, live on YouTube, feel free to, to jump in there so we can read your comments. Cody Ray, thanks for joining us, of course. Glad that you'll be at the ballpark to take in Shohei uh, yep, yep. Otani. 7-10 start for that one on Saturday, so a little bit later, yep. uh, which will be fun. But something was my inspiration, and I said, okay, there's got to be other dumb or silly or wild oh, Otani headlines. Got. Let's hear it. Because it's like, it just clickbaity. And and Shohei is now kind of, he's part of he's getting a part of pop culture. He in, is. In a sense, right? Agreed. He's not a superstar. We don't see what he wears before every game in that way, but he's, he's kind of a household name now. Yep. All right, so this one was on MLB.com. This one actually was the inspiration. Trout on the cusp of Otani-like hot streak. The fifth best center <laughs> fielder of all time, according to Jaws. That's fantastic. Fifth greatest center fielder. <laughs> hey, this guy, I mean, he's kind of approaching Shohei Otani. We're talking about Mike Trout here. <laughs> you know, but he's second nature. Uh, it's, it's weird, isn't it, how the Otani phenomenon has just kind of overshadowed Trout. It, it, it is wild to see because, let's face it, we always used to go, oh, Trout's coming. Okay, it's going to be awesome. We get to watch it. Yeah. Still do. But he's not the first name that pops out whenever you see the Angels on the schedule either. No. No, and people are like, oh, Otani's not pitching? Oh, I'm like, but Otani's going to be there. It's right. Mike Trout. What are we doing here? Exactly. All right, so MLB.com. Come on. All right, this next one from NJ.com. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's a couple headlines for this one, but this is amazing. Yankees, great. I could have been Shohei Otani if MLB had, quote, foresight, vision, or inspiration. First off, how modest is that? Wow. Hey, I could have been if... Oh, my gosh. That's just hilarious for so many ways. Do you have any guesses as to who that could be? I tried. I didn't. When you hear it, you'll go, oh, yeah, okay, he played in the 80s. Lenny Dykstra. Oh, he played with the Yankees. Yankees, Sorry, yeah. I thought it might be a Philly guy. Okay. Yankees in the 80s. He was a great athlete. Got drafted in three different sports, in fact. Dave Winfield? Dave Winfield. Oh, <laughs> he's like, that's impressive. He's like, You're a Hall of Famer, man. Like, that's <laughs> the opposite of a Dave humble Winfield. quote. That's it's awesome. not braggadocious because he didn't do it, but he's like, you know what? If yeah. MLB had the vision or inspiration to use me as their Shohei Otani, I, I could have been that. Sure. Dave. Dave. You Come know, on, Dave. Yeah. Take take a step back there, buddy. This was a film on Bleacher Report, and it and it it doesn't try to be anything other than what it is because it uses the word jokes in there. But it was funny. Uh, this just happened a couple days ago. Blue Jays Brandon Belt jokes All Star Game voting is rigged. Should be ahead of Shohei Otani. His quote was, "Yeah, that's how you know it's rigged. I should be number one." Belt jokingly told reporters of the All Star Game voting, and everyone knows I'm a better hitter than he is. Better DH, better leader. But here we are. <laughs> That's good stuff. Good for Brandon Belt. Seriously. I like it. The personality coming out in Toronto. And it's so funny when the when I saw that quote come out on social, there were so many people that took it literally, and they were just like all up in arms. And I'm like, guys, the, the subtle art of, of uh, you know, 
sarcasm here. That's why I'm going to give Bleacher Report like a, a tip of the cap because they <laughs> did put joke in there. They could have just said, well, this is this was your statement. This was your comment. Uh, we also have a um, on awfulannouncing.com. Oh, there you go. Wasn't familiar with this. Does this pop up on your I, feed it, a bunch? It does, actually. It I, does, okay. I, yeah, I dive into it every once in a while. I got to check that out. Craig Carton, not sold on Shohei Otani, says, quote, wake me when he makes the postseason. What an awful take. Chris Russo did this when he was like, <laughs> oh, everyone's all excited about Otani and Mike Trout. Right. I love Mad Dog, but that was an awful take. Oh, Come I, on. Yeah, completely. Come on. Yeah. It's exciting. You know, embrace it for what it is. Embrace the phenomenon. You know what? Whenever we walk into the press box at Coors later today, it's going to be packed. If we're going to be able to squeeze our yeah, way in. You're ready. You know what? But I'm okay with that because I get to watch Otani and and that other guy. Uh, who'd you mention earlier? Uh, Michael. Michael. From Millville, uh, yeah. New Jersey. Something. The <laughs> you <know>. fish man. <laughs> you get to watch these guys. We are, can you confirm that we are one of us is not sitting on the other one's lap? Like they're going to allow us in the press box, I but we could have a lap situation. Deny. We could. It could be tight. <laughs> it could be tight this weekend uh, for a lot of reasons. Yeah, Craig Carton. Uh, I, I he's an interesting cat. He's kind of a New York shock jock on WFAN. I okay. uh, do a Google search on him. He's had an interesting life, but yeah, I thought that was a bad take. And then the award for worst. All right, well we'll get to that one last. Uh, from Sports Illustrated, it says, Angels News, former all-star closer prefers Shohei Otani over Babe Ruth. I mean, uh, all right. That, I don't know what I'm getting. That doesn't make me want to click on it because we've, we've had enough Otani and Babe Ruth headlines. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a hot take. Sports Illustrated has gone downhill. I'm just, <laughs> just going to throw that. That's a hot take right there, I know. But, okay, you, you, I'm going to back you up on that because uh, I got a phone call from a Mr. Dennis Lyons. That would oh. be my dad Yes. on Wednesday Very night. Good he, he FaceTimed me. I okay. go, hey, dad, what's going on? And, and he goes, so I'm on my phone. I'm reading about Carl Kaufman, how you know just got to the game on time today in Cincinnati. And it said, according to DNVR.com's Patrick Lyons. Well, that's cool that they're citing you. Nice. So to your point... Sports Illustrated <laughs> is going downhill rapidly. Oh, rapidly. Yeah. Oh, well, congrats on congrats on that. Yeah, know. Jonathan Papelbon was the guy who said that. Zach Greinke versus Shohei Otani produced two great moments, one for each star. That was from the Kansas City Star. All right. I, I mean, hey. You know. Greinke's pretty good. Greinke's pretty good. He's pretty uh, quirky, shall we say. Now, the worst headline, and oh, I love it. it. I love it. It is simply, the Los Angeles Angels' Shohei Otani is a talented hitter and pitcher. <sighs> NPR. Wow. Okay, hey, that fits NPR, you know actually. What? That's beautiful. They're covering baseball. <laughs> but I saw this headline, like, this is, a, the Los Angeles Angels' Shohei Otani is a talented hitter and pitcher. This was not from the Thomas Jefferson High School Gazette, NPR. <laughs> like, that's... If it's great. But if you read it in the NPR voice, it almost makes a little bit more sense. I, I don't know if you... I, I'm doing it in my head right now and thinking about the uh, Alec Baldwin uh, Saturday Night Live skit at the same time. But hey, I think it's good. Trout on the cusp of Otani-like hot streak. And that's the news of the day from Pete Schwetty. There you go. Uh, well old, good old Pete Schwetty. Uh, if you... I've got no segue for Schwetty. Kel, do you know well, Pete Schwetty? Oh, uh, he makes oh. some great um, 
Meatballs. They're called well, sweaty balls. Sweaty you never balls. had any sweaty balls? Oh, they're beautiful. Oh, even better. <laughs> sweaty wieners. Delish. <laughs> never? Uh, you really must. Uh, There's a cooking show. I'll have to send you the link. Delicious. Um, not delicious, but it looks amazing in your home is Foco. I mean, everyone, everything that's in our set. In fact, they should start selling our DNVR sign. I think people would probably want to get those. But you can get everything you can get even more than everything because every day new things come out, especially all of those Nuggets NBA championship bobbleheads. That's one where, and I don't think they have a bundle, but I, I think people would just get a bundle of like, yeah. you throw me an extra like 5% off and I'll get the entire team set. In fact, if you use code DNVR, there's your bundle. You're getting 10% off when you use that promo code DNVR for all non-presale items. They got Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need. Again, everything that's that we need for our set is right here. And if you need a little bit of support because you've been injured at work or uh, in a car accident, maybe a scooter, ride share, you name it, you got to call Bacchus and Shanker. They are here to help. And they went for Colorado families. They've been doing it for 25 years to the tune of, of over $1 billion with a B. Billion. It's amazing work that they do. They've got 100 folks on staff, 30 lawyers as well. They've got offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, in Fort Collins. Best part is all of their work is free until they win for you. So we're we're talking all the all the work that they have to do on your case is going to be for free. Uh, all the work just to consult with you. That's also free. You give them a call. No risk. Two 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 two. Call and say, ah, even if you're not sure, I don't know if this is a thing. They'll tell you if it's a thing or not, because if it is, you deserve to be compensated for uh, any of the, the issues and injuries that you've sustained. And Bacchus and Shanker, they are here to help. 222-2222, all Troy Tulowitzki's. Or is it all Alexi Amaristas in your book? Where, oh, it's all it's all sneakypolpop.com. Absolutely. Oh, you got to love that. <laughs> Shoyotani, uh, he's got pull pop. He's got oppo pop. Oh, I've got a couple questions to ask you about Shoyat Otani for this weekend because we've we've got to make some predictions about what he's going to do. Will he hit his first home run at Coors Field? He's never done it. He's one for six uh, in his two previous trips in 2018 and 2020. Yes. I say yes. What about you? Okay. I, I think he will. Does he go rooftop? He definitely goes rooftop in BP because we've seen that happen. Yeah. Uh, I think he's definitely going to go. I'll go second deck. Okay. Second. How about that? Does he hit more opposite field as he does pull side? Ooh, now that's a good one. I like that a lot. I'm going to go pull side. What about you? Uh, I, I think I'll hit more opposite field. Okay. Then he goes. So we're saying he's going to hit more than one home run is what we're saying. I guess, I guess. so. Yes. Okay. All right. Just we try, are. Just I don't think he's going to go third deck, which means if he does. Great. He went third deck. That was fun to see. Yeah, you're going to need to say you were there for it. For sure. Will he uh, steal a base? Yes. He's got 10. So I like Susie's take on this. Save your breath, literally, figuratively, in Colorado. I, I don't think he'll steal. But then again, if, if he sees an opportunity and it's just wide open for Absolutely. him, he will. I, I, I'm still going to say no. That okay. He will right. not. Okay, we disagree. And does he hit for the cycle? Because he has approached that, I think, six times where he's been one hit shy of a cycle. I'm going to say no on the cycle. Yeah, I'm going to say no, too, as well. That's, yeah, that's, that's a hard one to That's predict. a tough one. But if anybody could, hey. Yeah, he had, he's got, he had three opposite homers last week. At or above 440 feet, he's just hitting shots 
He and it, again, still fantastic on the mound. He's got a legitimate shot at the triple crown yeah. as well. He doesn't have to worry about Luis Arias uh, taking the batting title from him like he did uh, from Aaron Judge last year. True. So I've got one for you. Will we have a memeable moment from Mr. Otani as well? Because somehow, and I, I'm sure you've seen some of the highlights, just some of his facial expressions and some of the things he does out on the mound make the highlight reels as much as his home runs and uh, strikeouts. Yeah, got to be. There's got to be something. <laughs> I think so, too. Maybe yep. you'll hit one to center, and he's looking out there. He's like, oh, there's a forest in the middle <laughs> of this ballpark. Like, I, I didn't know that. That's crazy. And Maybe Jake Bird will be able to stir him up like Bryce Harper. I mean, Ooh. you know, maybe, maybe uh, the Bird will uh, – what was Harper's quote? Uh, he'll – flutter away or uh, <laughs> he flew, yeah he flew away, flew away yeah. <laughs> no it won't be otani that comes charging out of the dugout it'll be anthony rendon that's the guy <laughs> that's who's the gonna guy. take umbrage <laughs> for sure yes he otani's just been doing so many things this year uh he had six straight games right where he had an extra base hit he drew a walk scored a run barry uh babe ruth did that seven times in 1921 barry bonds did that six times in 1997 that's quite an elite group right there. Uh, during his uh, previous road trip, he became the first player since 1957 to record two or more doubles, six or more homers, 10 or more walks in a seven-game span. Happened twice in the 57 season, Mickey Mantle and Ted Williams. Again, anytime you're in a group with those kind of guys, uh, it's, it's amazing. So he's been close to the cycle so many times. During a one-month stretch from mid-May to mid-June, Otani had 13 homers. The entire Oakland A's team had hit ten, and I th or no, the, the A's had hit fourteen. I think the Rockies had hit about like ten in that span. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's got 151 career homers right now, second most for a Japanese-born player. Matsui Hideki Matsui has the most at 175. Matsui's career didn't start until age 29. Otani's basically in his age 28 season, so he's he's gonna more than double Matsui's record if he, he can stay healthy. Yeah. You know, all these things that we heard about here in Denver about when Jokic was doing everything, and it was always compared to Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. I always feel like that, that you know, we kind of almost got numb to how great Jokic was, but yet they keep popping up those stats, and I almost feel like that with Otani as well. You know, the whole tungsten arm O'Doyle thing, that's, <laughs> the, that's the joke. But, yeah, whenever you start saying he's the first guy since, and you start throwing out Babe Ruth, you start throwing out some of these guys from way back. It's pretty impressive, man. And, and I think there's a the big comparison, too, between Jokic and Otani, who I thought maybe we'd see them together this weekend. Ah, but, of course, his yeah. his bags were packed for Serbia, like, the <laughs> second after the parade. I think he stayed on the fire truck and just drove out to DIA. <laughs> but it is this idea that, you know, Jokic didn't win the MVP this year because it was like, well, he can't be the one that wins three in a row because right. that would just put him in another echelon. So, really, we're not going to maybe vote for him because – a vote for him is maybe a vote against other legendary players or it takes something away or gives something to him that goes beyond just this season. And I sort of think that if the guy earns it, he, he earns it. And, and I think Jokic should have been the MVP for the third straight year uh, in the NBA. And I sort of think Otani should be the have the third straight MVP in the American League. It was nice that Judge broke a league record last yeah. year in home runs. But otherwise, if Otani is still pitching at this level and hitting at this level, he should. He's the most valuable player. End of discussion. I don't care if he wins five years in a row. If he if he earns it, he he deserves it. And if Judge was doing that for the Texas Rangers, if Judge was doing that for the Tampa Bay Rays, it would have been a whole different media. True push. too. I'm say that as well. 
That's also true. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the Angels have done a nice job with uh, his workload. They got the six-man rotation. Here's the thing: part of the reason for the six-man rotation isn't just the fact that you know Otani's playing every day and you know and, and pitching once every five six days. He had you know a whole month of ball during the World Baseball Classic. Let's not like that's, true. that's how this whole thing started out point. in the World Baseball Classic. And like they're they're going to the postseason or they're they're on that path. I had them. I had them picked uh, making one of the wild cards. So they have to be really really cognizant of that. Six current Rockies pitchers have faced Shohei Otani, Herman Marquez six times. Otani's one for six, single RBI, two strikeouts. Austin Gomber, think that's who faced him in 2021 in L.A. during that series. Yep. Otani was one for three. Did hit a home run off Gomber. Does have that. Uh, and he'll be going on Sunday. Gomber also has a strikeout against them. The other four guys might be hard to pinpoint, but Brad Hand in his in, journey his around journey. MLB. Yep. Uh, Otani 0 for 2 against Brad Hand. He's the man. Bud Black is saving that wild card, let me tell you. Yeah, that's Absolutely. it. And, and, and Freeland 0 for 1 against Freeland with a strikeout. Otani is. So that's going to be an exciting matchup today. Matt Carasetti, 0 for 1, but Otani did get an RBI. That was during the brief little time that he was with the Mariners. Nice. Otani, okay. 1 for 1 against Lucas Gilbreth, and Justin Lawrence walked Otani. So those are the six players on the Rockies' current pitching staff that have faced Otani. Four games at Coors Field. Only two people were actually able to be there. The 2020 pandemic season, right? Yep. Uh, he started at DH only once. Twice he was a pinch hitter. Once he was a pinch runner, one for six. His only hit came in 2018 against Rockies legend, Brooks Pounders. Oh, Brooks Pounders, Brooks, baby. baby. God, where have you gone, Brooks Pounders? Where now, Otani didn't homer in L.A., I don't think, right? I don't think no, so. Okay. No, okay. So Otani has homered in 20 different ballparks. He's had four different ballparks with an extra base hit. So he's still looking to add Coors Field to that. Um, he did hit 28 during the home run derby. Yep. That was that was a, a double extra inning time, extra time against Juan Soto. Yep. Um, it was tied 28-28. He was totally sapped. It was amazing. The entire ballpark chaining for Otani. Yes. Otani. That was just goosebump inducing. That was amazing. He still hasn't homered it at four different ballparks. He's still waiting for that. Nationals Park, City Park, PNC Park, and Wrigley Field. Never homered at Wrigley. That's interesting. Yeah. Right there. He has homered uh, at BB&T Park, a.k.a. Williamsport, where the Williamsport Crosscutters played the League World Series, TD Ballpark in Dunedin, <laughs> pandemic season, and the uh, defunct Rangers Ballpark. Wow. Yeah. Nice. That's a deep dive right there. I like uh, that. That man. is. We got Angels, Rockies, we got a pair of Southpaw skirmishes. Freeland against Patrick Sandoval. Sandoval. Bummer that Sandoval won't be able to face his former Team Mexico teammate, Alan Trejo. Yes. That would have been cool to see. Saturday, Chase Anderson against Griffin Canning. And then on Sunday, no, two more lefties, Austin Gomber, and the return of Tyler Anderson. Love me some Tyler Anderson coming back. Tyler Anderson, who did well with the Dodgers, got the nice contract, hasn't done as well with the Angels this year. So we'll see... Uh, what's going on there with Tyler on Sunday? He got the bag. He yes. Did. Hey, performed well and uh, did well in free agency. The Dodgers are hoping it's the opposite of that, where Otani goes from Angels to the Dodgers, but actually lives up to the contract. Yeah, he rejected the Dodgers qualifying offer. That was smart. He got three years, $39 million. And also the return 
of a guy that, you know, I think we said during all throughout the off season and, and even at the end of last year, the Rockies, you know, clubhouse was definitely going to miss Carlos Estevez. And, yep. I, and I think they do. He signed a two year, $13.5 million deal. And he's, he's in line to be an all-star this year. And Estevez told me in spring training, he was absolutely had this one circled on his calendar, not for revenge, not for anything else. But he said, there's so many guys that clubhouse I'm close to. So you expect a lot of hugs uh, today. I have no doubt about it. And I have a feeling we'll be talking to Carlos as well. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah he's a big, he's not just a big teddy bear. He's a big care bear. He is. He's a good dude. He is. He just has a rainbow and a, just a sunshine <laughs> just on his tummy. Because yeah. he's, he's just a good dude. Until you got to face great. him in the batter's box, then Oof. not so much. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, went 19 for 19 in save opportunities with the Angels, tied a, a club record set back in 1995. And there's another former Rocky returning. Oh, do tell. Kevin Padlow. Oh, Padlow. We're counting that. He's still only 26. He's going to be 27 pretty soon, but uh, he's just been up and down the last couple years. 23 games played with four different teams. But the first time for him playing at Coors Field, uh, you know, decent prospect with the Rockies, went to Tampa Bay in the uh, the much vaunted Jake McGee for Herman Marquez. He was that was the prospect swap. It was two yep. big leaguers, McGee for Corey Dickerson, who did become an All Star in 2017 uh, with the Rays there. And then the prospects were Marquez and for Padlo. Marquez worked out for the Rockies. Padlo still not so much yet. It'll be interesting to see uh, what Mr. Padlo thinks today. I have a feeling too. And and we're excited to to see Ezekiel Tovar back. Yeah, Papa. Papa Tovar. Big Papa. Will he have that dad energy? That dad power. Oh, does he? Does he homer? Uh, see, first game. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's dad gonna power. homer today. Put that. Put that one in the books for sure. <laughs> Connor Kaiser does go back to Albuquerque, so uh, nice to see him get his debut. You know, a guy that uh, was doing I, his thing in the minors, and, and and he gets acknowledged for it. You know, and, and this has been a season of debuts so far, and I have a feeling we'll see many more before before the year is over with. Many but, more. Uh, you know. But, you know, Bud Black always says he loves the debut stories. So uh, we'll see uh, what new ones pop up. We'll see what happens. If you're getting if you're eating birthday cake every single day, at a certain point, you might get tired of birthday cake. <laughs> Buddy, how how are we doing on these birthday cake debuts? <laughs> Imagine if they actually had a cake every time a guy had a debut. <sighs> There'd be a lot of that cake. That would really cake. hammer it home. You'd be like, can we not, can we not like have a guy debut? We're good. Actually, we're good. Thanks. Can we bring up Fernando Abad again, please? He, he's already debuted. So we're safe adding him to the 40, man. We're, we're going to see that happen again, too. Uh, Kev, this has been uh, a friggin' blast. Go ahead and uh, plug away. I know you've got a couple articles writing about the yep. Padres a little bit here and yeah, there. Yeah, so absolutely. The uh, folks yeah. know where they can read it. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to get uh, nationalviewfansided.com on the MLB, uh, I also do Call of the Pen. I have been helping out. Don't hate me, Rockies fans, at <laughs> the Friars on base. I've uh, been looking at what's going on in San Diego because I really do think that's one of the more fascinating stories of the season is – What's going on inside that clubhouse? And is Bob Melvin not the right guy? I'm yeah. really so I'm gonna be digging more into that for sure. You're behind enemy lines, but you know what? It's you're a double agent. We know we know what side you're on. That's right. Okay, as long as y'all know, that's we all know where about. you're loyal. Okay. You're good. That's okay. You got to do those things once in a while, and we got to do the thing over on the Twitter sphere at oh not at yeah at DNVR underscore Rockies. <laughs> I'm at Patrick D Lions on Twitter. We're going to have a lot of fun this weekend, of course. We'll be back on Sunday. And Otani, hopefully, we'll, we'll build some momentum for us. Maybe the Rockies can win a game and the streak. Here's hoping. Here's hoping that we have some momentum going into Sunday's show. Uh, if not, that's okay, because you know what they say about momentum? 
I've heard. It's only as good as your next show. So, of course, we will talk to you Sunday live on the, D the DNVR Sports Channel right here on YouTube. Thank you.